Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Nebraskan show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm Ben Droz, one of the sports writers at the Daily Nebraskan, and I'm joined here by Joseph Meyer, the senior sports yes, editor We're at back. the Daily Nebraskan, UNL's only independent student newspaper. We're back. So, we got quite a bit to talk about. Yeah. For a Tuesday? For a Tuesday. It's usually one of the slower days. Yeah. There's We got men's basketball games going to be tomorrow, so mm-hmm. we're Big one against Indiana. Yep, we're gonna preview that a little bit, and then uh, um, college football playoffs. Yeah, they made officially some officially expanded. set up the this the you know look for next year. So yep. that and we're then, gonna dive into that. And there's a big name, a big name coach. I don't know if you ever heard his name. Uh, Bill. I'm a Dolphins fan. I've heard of I've heard Bill of that Bell, name. Belli Belichick 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 something like that. Belich. He's yeah. coming here. Bill Belich to talk with the team. So. <laughs> Yeah, Belichick coming. We'll dive over. into that at, at the end here, but yeah. I want to get your thoughts on something that's very timely. I know we usually talk Nebraska basketball, but Creighton basketball just knocked off a number one. About time they, about time they do it because Nebraska's Nebraska's had that role here in yeah. the state for about a, a month and a half. If I can cut you off, there was a text before the show that Larry somebody was just spamming "Let's go Jays," <laughs> so. <laughs> Just thought I'd add that. Someone was having fun. Nebraska's the state of basketball. Who needs Indiana when you've got Nebraska? (laughs) Two number one teams go down within a month and a half of each other. Crazy. Both electric storm of the court. Storm of the court. Court storm. That came out really (laughs) weird. It's just, it's so exciting. I couldn't even think of the word. Storm of the court. Well, they put out a storm warning. That's what I was, the storm warning, court storm. there, There we go. So Creighton basketball gets it done tonight. That's a really good team. I yeah, I we got to watch it firsthand when they walked into PBA and and did their thing. I would not be surprised if that's one of the teams in the Final Four again this season. They are so experienced and can clearly compete with anyone in in college basketball. UConn is a really good team again this year. Yep. Number one for a reason. Yep, they're not just there because they were the number. You know they they finished last last year. They were the last team standing in 2023. Mm. Uh, they're a really good team in 2024 as well, and Creighton just took them to the woodshed. And yeah, one of the most insane environments I've seen from that Creighton, like, I think Creighton a lot of times has an older crowd, whereas PBA is definitely more of a younger crowd. I def- Yeah. But tonight was awesome, and they had mm-hmm. the stripe out going. Their student section was rocking, and they they stormed the court in very quick fashion. So it was it, it was a quicker and more efficient court storming than Nebraska's probably. Well, it's hard with Nebraska's because you've got that big yeah. space in between the court yeah, no, and the student section. No, no fall. Not faulting anything. No, just, yeah. Just Which is rare, out. but yeah. I, I like having the student section on the sideline more, even though you do have that little buffer rather than behind the basket. Yeah. You have both here. A court storming is a court storming. A court storming is a court storming. Now you got me thinking that sounds weird in my head. No, nah, that that's normal. Justin. But that's a fun one. Great, great for yeah. the state. Um, two tournament teams likely at this point. Mm-hmm. So, just overall fun night in college basketball as well. I have a question I want to ask. You. Yeah, 
So might be not not I. This is not prepared questions. So Joseph has okay. no idea what I'm about to ask. What do you think was the more? I don't want to say exciting. What do you think was the more impressive win? Nebraska over Purdue or oh, Creighton over Nebraska over Purdue for sure. Okay, okay, come on, for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, can you give a reason? Because why? Creighton is a team that I wasn't. I actually thought they might win this game just because of how big. Okay. Like, I feel like that no one sense. really expected Nebraska to win that game. Okay. Yeah. Whereas Creighton is one of those teams this season where they're legitimate title contenders. I know they're still in that, like, 10 to 20 range in the net. Legitimate? But I think they're legitimate title contenders. Okay. I think they're better than they were last year, and they, and they were, you know, inches away from the Final Four. So. It, yeah. It feels like, is it weird? I feel like they always get paired on the side with Gonzaga. Or is, or is, am I just, like... Tripping. I'd have to go back and look, but it feels like they always get paired on the side with a really good Gonzaga team. Yeah, Gonzaga's still a bubble team, weirdly enough, yeah, this not, season. Not, so not, not as much this year. But I'm saying like years past. Yeah, definitely Nebraska over Purdue. Just more shocking. Um, bigger. You know, Zach Eadie's such a big name in college basketball. Probably the biggest. Whereas I feel like UConn doesn't have that same star power. Great team. They didn't really have the same star power last season when they won the national championship. Creighton has the star power though. Like that yeah. is a team. Very easy to root for, like just from the player perspective, you know, regardless of if you're a Nebraska or Creighton fan, it's just a fun team to watch. And I would not, I, I'll, I'll go, you know, I, we watched them play. I would not be surprised if that's one of the last four teams standing. I don't think they can win it all, but I would not be surprised if they were in the last four teams standing. I'd be a little surprised. I think a week eight is probably their ceiling. Okay. It, it, it's. This year has been so unpredictable in college basketball. That is so true. fun. That is true. That I think any team in the top 15 has a legitimate chance. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, we saw, I mean, we saw last year. UConn wasn't a, a one or two seed. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not saying that they have to be a one or two seed. I'm just like, I don't know. Just Creighton hasn't done so it. So excited. Creighton, Creighton so just, excited for March It's Madness. more of just like, because there's nothing that... Nowhere with Creighton has I feel like in recent history has Creighton even gone close to that in my opinion. They had Sweet Sixteen, yeah, that's great. There's a big jump from the Sweet Sixteen to Final Four. Like that's a big jump. You may not think it I, is. I just think a they're a veteran jump. team that has the pieces to do it, and they are experienced. They've they've felt the taste of a painful loss last year, and I think they're hungry. And I think. I would not be surprised if they're back there. They but could be. They could be. Nebraska basketball. The more the more interesting Nebraska basketball team. I don't know about more interesting. <laughs> more. <laughs> well, how would you put it? More surprising. More fascinating. There we go. Yeah. Certainly not better, though. You never know. No. If Creighton. No. You know, a rematch. They're the only team that can win at PBA. Hey, that in, was. In the country. They're the only team that can win at PBA. If they would play again. I think Nebraska, it would be a really good game. It'd be a really good game. I don't know about that. It'd be a really good game. It might be a really good game. I do not think. I'm just saying that was so early in the season. So early in the season. This is a completely different Nebraska team in my opinion. I think Creighton's really good. I'm not saying they're not good. Purdue is really good. Nebraska's But but, but Purdue, do you trust Purdue to make it past the first two rounds this season? They should. They should. They should have the last two years as well. I think their play does not correlate to the NCAA Purdue, tournament. Purdue is one of the best regular season basketball teams in the last like three years. Yeah. So if you beat them in the regular season, that's a huge deal. March Madness, who cares? Oh uh, yeah, who cares? March who Madness. Who cares? They're regular season <laughs> champions. 
Anyways, we want to preview Nebraska's game tomorrow on Wednesday against Indiana on the road, Mm -hmm. which makes it a big game. I don't care who Nebraska's playing. If it's a conference opponent and it's on the road, it's a big deal for Nebraska. Why? Everyone probably knows why Nebraska hasn't gotten a conference road win. They haven't. Now, Indiana is a, you know, now that Nebraska is the state of basketball, Indiana can be a close second. The state. Right? The Hoosier state can be a close second. Yep. They've got some, you know, a little bit of history, I guess, over there. But nothing like Nebraska basketball history. Nothing. It's specifically Cornhusker. Yep, the cornfields. Nothing else to do in Nebraska. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's dive into this Indiana preview here. Played, this, played before. They, they've played before, long time ago. Yep. That was right after the turn of the new year. So how how much are you taking that last game they played into factor? Or not, not really? A, not really not a ton. That's that's kind of me too. You know. They're not the same team. Yep. Xavier Johnson, one of their guards, is out for the year. So, mm-hmm. uh, Gage Cups is kind of filled in that starting role. Hasn't done much. Neither of them really. I mean, Johnson had no points when he played in Nebraska, so I'm not going to say that was a that's a big deal. But still, to lose one of your starting guards, Cups hasn't done much. He's averaging like two and a half points per game at this point. Mm-hmm. Different look team. It's been a brutal month for Indiana. Let me let me walk you through this schedule. Walk me. <laughs> Back to back to back. Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois. Ooh, that's three straight losses. We thought Nebraska's three-game stretch was tough. That's a brutal stretch. They've had to play Purdue twice now. Uh, last three of their last four. Lost to Penn State and Northwestern in the last four games at home. So this is a team that is not afraid to lose at home. <laughs> not afraid to lose at home. We'll see if they, <laughs> if they want to let Nebraska beat them at home as well. Because that would be incredible at this point. Uh, I don't but think I've ever heard a team be described as not. They're afraid not afraid to, to lose. To lo- Nebraska is afraid to lose at home because if they lose at home, they're not making the tournament because oh, they know they're that. not winning on the road. I love that. It's been a brutal year for them, though. They had Kansas, UConn, Purdue twice, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Hey, man! Apparently, for Nebraska, Purdue at home is an easier game than Iowa on the road. So Purdue must not be. Hey, that Iowa great. beat Michigan State tonight. The Big Ten is just so unpredictable. Oh, sorry. I'll say Rutgers on the road. Rutgers well, actually, on the road. They, Rutgers been pre- has been playing well, though. Sorry, sorry. I was saying Indiana Maryland. is Maryland on the road. <laughs> Maryland on the road. Indiana is currently the lowest team in the net that Nebraska's. Lost to like if they were to lose on like all really? those road games that, that they've lost. That's, that's interesting. I didn't because Iowa's been playing a lot better as of late. Rutgers has been playing a lot better as late. Yeah. Maryland has been playing a lot better as of late until they lost to Wisconsin in a close one tonight. A Wisconsin team that has completely fell off the rails, by the way, since Nebraska. Beat so them. kind of a bad loss. Nebraska them. basketball broke Wisconsin. I won't say bad loss for <laughs> for Maryland, but Nebraska basketball broke Wisconsin. I think they've lost five of their last six. Was it Nebraska? It was Nebraska. They were right. on a streak until that second half. They were, so, I mean, they were killing them in the first half. So when Nebraska beat Purdue, Purdue became like they went on a huge winning streak, still on a winning streak. And mm-hmm. then when Nebraska beat Wisconsin, they just everything they fell off the rails. So yeah. Lost really to Michigan. Weird. Really so. weird. Nebraska just has that effect. Different effects on different teams. It has the effect of a team that shoots averages five three-pointers a game, lowest in the Big Ten. This team, does That's Indiana does not shoot. Like I know, I know we've talked about this when they played Rutgers and when they played Maryland. I was like, I'd be very shocked if Rutgers and Maryland shoots well. If it happens for a third time in a row for us, Indiana. Joseph. Not only do they not shoot well, 
They don't shoot, shoot at all. The ball. Yeah. Nebraska's attempted almost 300 more three-pointers on this season. I think it's 280 more three-pointers on this season. So Nebraska's at the top of the Big Ten in that stat. Indiana's at the very bottom. Now, the yeah. last time they played, they made 9 of 18. They shot 50%, way higher than their five-a-game average. See, and I feel like we should kind of expect that again. Because I feel like teams strategically know if they're going to beat Nebraska, they're going to have to shoot more threes. Because you can't, you can't, so, trade, you can't trade threes for twos. Like, mathematically, yeah. any, any team... If you're trading threes for twos, you're going to lose. And Nebraska, not afraid to shoot from behind the arc. Other teams know that, and I feel like it kind of pressures them into shooting more threes. It's fair. I think Indiana, with how forward-dominant this team is, they don't rely on their guard play. I think this might be the opportunity for Indiana to win in a way that we haven't really seen this year where they just get downhill and dominate inside because... Their top three leading scorers are all forwards. So, you and you go back and look at this game back in early January. Nebraska won by 16 points. Indiana had a, a solid day from deep. Yeah. Khalil Ware had 20 and 10. So, he's going to get his, the center. And, and that's why I'm, if I'm Nebraska, I'm not. I would genuinely be shocked if they lose in a fashion where they get shot off the floor. I would be floored. This will be in. I I want to say for the record, this is like the third. This is the third. This is time the third time I've that said that. Said it, and you are zero for two. I'm zero for two. If especially not- against Maryland, Maryland, I'm pretty sure I made a guarantee that they're not going to make more than <laughs> six threes, and then they just went off. Hey man. Um. But yeah, Indiana's just not not a three point shooting team. Yeah. Um. Bottom three scoring defense and scoring offense in the Big Ten. Worst free throw shooting team in the Big Ten. I believe fourth worst from deep in the Big Ten. Like, this is not a good team. No. And yet, for But some, it's Indiana. And, that, see, and that's the thing. On was, the road. I said this on yesterday's show, and I'm going to say it again. I don't care. I'll repeat myself. There's not a single stat or metric that I could point to, to for why I'm feeling this way. I just feel like this is a trap game for Nebraska. It it just feels like a trap game. This feels like a game Nebraska loses for whatever it does. Reason. It does have that feeling because it's like Nebra- you know what Ben though. I think things have changed. I think that week off. I think they found some inner zen they, during they, that week. They, they found something. Two really dominant wins over the last. Granted, against Michigan and Penn State, against blue blood teams, <laughs> blue blood football teams. There we go. Now. If I told you in September that Nebraska's beating Michigan and Penn State by 20, we'd be like, all Woo! right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Indiana has a – I think this is the toughest game left, and here's why. I agree. Ohio State has been surging, you know, at, I say surging. They beat Purdue, and they fired their coach. Surging. So there's going to be that <laughs> – there's going to be that feeling of momentum. Yeah. But that's the only road game – that concern. Michigan is going to be checked out. It's it's over. They senior night. Nothing. To, that stands are still going to be empty. So there's not going to be that much to play for. So if they lose that one, I'd be just shocked. I think Ohio State end of the year on the road. I think that's a great opportunity for Nebraska. Minnesota and yeah, Minnesota's that's at all, home. That's all you have to say. Is it's at home. <laughs> so I feel very strongly about that one. Rutgers also at home. Feel very strongly about Rutgers on senior night. That's not a loss. There's no way. No. 
I really should watch when I say no way with Nebraska. No sports. way. No. No so way. this is the this is the game. If I'm Nebraska, I'm the most concerned about I going agree. into this. I agree. I feel like 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 I said, I think this is a trap game, and I, I I can't point to a metric, but Nebraska had a huge losing streak against Indiana. Nebraska broke it earlier. Beat this them season. twice in one season. I I should have <laughs> checked on the stat last time that happened. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just like I know Indiana's not a good team, but then again, it's like, mm-hmm. are you is Nebraska really gonna be able to beat them twice? In the same season, and the second one being on the road, and Nebraska hasn't, I mean, okay, I'm just going to go off track. When, are how, do you feel like Nebraska's road struggles are overblown? I don't think they can be overblown. They can't beat anyone on the road. I'm going to present an argument. So, Nebraska against Minnesota, dominating the first half, okay? I don't, let's not talk about second half. They were dominating that first half. Against... Um, I'm forgetting Rutgers, Ru- Iowa, Rutgers, Maryland, Rutgers, really close game, overtime, Illinois, really close game, overtime. Like I just, it, see, that's I think that stretch of like beating Illinois or not losing Illinois in overtime, coming back against Northwestern, having some fight in you, and then dominating Michigan and dominating Penn yeah. State at home with that week off. There's a chance where this team has really found its rhythm now. And just wins out. I I see. I I'm, think winning out is more likely than a complete collapse. Yeah, I I have Nebraska winning this game, but I'm not confident. In the okay, pick. I I'm gonna take that, them to that, win that, this game too. That's 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 how I'm viewing this because it's just I don't know, man. As every time I feel like Nebraska's finally got it going, it's there's always mm-hmm. something. It just feels like yeah. there's always something, and it's not because this isn't a good team. This is a really good Nebraska team. Nebraska. I mean, it's just. This is what's going to happen when you're a team that relies on a three-point shot. There's just going to be games that you should win that you just don't. And I feel like the road struggles are a little overblown just because Nebraska played Illinois so well on the road. I don't care Nebraska lost that game. That was good, such, good that, loss. That was an NCAA tournament-esque game. For sure. Against Illinois. Northwestern, I know the first half was bad. but They showed fight in the they second. They showed fight in the second half. Which is what you wanted to see because we did not see that against Iowa or Maryland. Yeah. The Rutgers game, I know, is overtime, but Nebraska also, they played really bad in that game. So I guess I'm more basing this off of the Illinois game and okay. the fact that they showed fight in the second half against a North, Northwestern, which people don't give Northwestern's home court advantage enough credit. That's an incredible environment, it which is, is so surprising because their football stadium is just terrible. Dead. Dead. But, like, Northwestern, it's almost right there. Their home court advantage is almost right there with Nebraska. Yeah, there's like, a little I, bit I of that. Say, Concern because obviously Ty Berry goes out in that one. He was on pace for a huge night. So that second half rally, you know, you you lose one of your veteran players if you're Northwestern, yeah. one of your leaders, one of your best shooters who has killed Nebraska over the years. Obviously, that's going to be a struggle to keep him out of the game when you're up 20 points. Yeah. So there's a little bit of that, but you, you know, you still did show fight. Um, Jamarcus Lawrence kind of found his rhythm in that game. Let's let's talk about how Nebraska matches up with Indiana because I think yep. it's a really fascinating matchup, particularly from the center position. So Rinkmast has struggled against very athletic centers yep. this season because he's just not quick enough. And on nights that he can pop out and get outside, you know, stretch the floor, pop out, hit oh, some threes, Ohio State. it's worked well because even those athletic centers have to come follow him out. Mm-hmm. Khalil Ware is a 
very tall center, seven foot, seven footer, but he's not your typical slow seven footer who just, you know, plays under under the basket and drops it in. Like yeah. he is bouncy. He can get up. Oddly enough, he's not afraid to shoot the three either. He's had a couple games where he's that hit, is interesting. hit two. Like he's not but no by no means a shooter. Doesn't attempt very many. Actually has the second highest three point percentage on the team. It's obviously skewed because he doesn't shoot very many. But he's not afraid to shoot it. So it's gonna be very important for Mast to stretch the floor in this game. Because yeah, if he gotta bring him out. Cause clear where where is a rebounding machine. Nebraska's probably going to get out-rebounded in this game. I would be shocked if they don't. And that's a concern. So, Mass has got to bring it, not only on the boards, but I'm he's more- also got to be, if he can't if he can't stretch the floor tomorrow night, if he can't get outside and, and, and force Ware to follow him, he's going to struggle to play inside because Ware is just a huge presence then, then- under the basket. Then again, is Indiana going to do more of like a zone where because Alec isn't a great three point shooter, in my opinion? Yeah. Where, you know, instead of having him go out on mast, more of like we'll maybe take a chance leaving Alec open. Even though, I mean, Alec statistically actually hasn't been that bad of a three point shooter this year. But I, he should never shoot threes, though, in my opinion. Yeah. But. See, and this is another thing. I was like, when I was, when you were talking, I, I, I had the question in my head as like, I hate it when I hate that. The only thing I don't like about the new, this new, like basketball NBA college is when the bigs are out shooting threes just because you have less guys rebounding. I fear that's a big reason why Nebraska is not a great rebounding team is because their bigs are shooting threes and that you don't have guys under the glass rebounding. Yeah, and you also got Alec flying in and knocking the ball out of Gary's hands at certain points. So you're not throwing any shade at anybody. It's going to be... You know, Alec has played much better over the last couple games. He's going to be another important one for him. Yeah. I just think for Mast, if he gets bullied inside like we saw against Rutgers and he has another six-point game where he's not shooting anything, it's going to be a struggle inside. Now, the benefit with Indiana is even, I mean, Ware had 20 and 10 last time and Nebraska won by 16 points. So they don't have the guard production scoring-wise or three-point shooting-wise to keep up with Nebraska if Nebraska can shoot well. Yeah. The concern would be is if you have another one of these stinker nights from behind the arc and Mass can't get it going inside. That is, in my eyes, the only way that Indiana wins this game. He probably won't get going. I mean, just like this is just how it's been this season. Like if Mass can't, like it's been on the road too. And if if like Julian Reese had it his way, yeah, struggled at Rutgers. If you look back at some of these games where he a bigger athletic post, I I don't want to say Mass is going to be afraid to go inside but he's just not going to just because like the matchup's not going to be there i feel like when the matchup's not there masters he he doesn't feel inclined mm-hmm. to pound it down low he's not going to pound it down low. if he wasn't pounding it down low against you know northwestern maryland all these other teams he's not going to do it against indiana against a seven foot center like it's it's just yeah not i mean happen. you can make that argument he also had, he played well against e though so that's again still been the the outlier of like, oh, he can go up against him. But again, Edie's not like that athletic center that's, who's going to get up. and Edie, I feel like, I don't feel like Edie's like that. He's not that good on his feet. So it was like mass, his post moves were working because Edie couldn't move his feet. Like, I don't feel like Edie's that great of a defender. He's good. I mean, he's all, he's one no, of the best no, players no, in the country. No, I'm not so. saying he's not one of the best. Country. I, I, I get that. I I'm think just, it's I'm more just, of the road thing. 
I think it's more the road Maybe. thing. Maybe Master does not play great on the road. I just, and and I just possibly that is getting back to full health in that knee. And he talked about last Friday on that is true how healthy he's feeling and how nice the week off was. And so I wouldn't be surprised if he's finally finding his stride there. A couple we'll other players we'll to point out: uh, Malik Renew, six foot nine, fifteen point seven points, six rebounds a game. So that's another guy. Again, for from the forward position, they are very large, and that's where most of their production comes from. Uh, and then Mackenzie Mbako, six foot eight forward. He's the shooter. He can shoot the three. Attempted 105 three pointers this season. Only one other player on the team has over 40. So he's he's your guy hmm. to watch for. I've actually I've actually nailed the guy that's going to go off from three the last I believe three times I've been on the show. Uh, nailed it again last week against Penn State. Uh, Zach, Zach Hicks had the most point. He, yeah, he led the Hicks team. Have a good and game. I and I called out to watch for him. So. I'm going Baco as the guy to watch for in this game. So that don't seemed, be surprised. It if seems goes like out. you're cheating there. That's oh, like, please. That's like saying, oh, watch for K-State. Tell me not going to go off from three. Nah, nah, we'll give it they to don't you. Have, they don't have, Indiana yeah. doesn't have another guy that's going to shoot, yeah, nah, shoot nah, well. We'll, no, nah, we'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. Before we got to throw it to break, because we're going to have to throw it to break like very soon. Um, You think Nebraska's going to win? I think you said that. Correct? Do you I have Nebraska? I think they're going to win. Okay. I got if you can tell by my voice inflection, I'm not too confident about that one. I'm not confident either. I this is like this is honestly one of the hardest games for me to predict because it's just Mass is my X factor. If Mass has a great game, they win this game easily. If he gets stifled and the shooting isn't there on the road, in a it's going to be a great environment. Even though the team's not good, Indiana is always I, a great environment. See, I agree that if Mass has a good game, they'll win, but I don't think he's going to have a good game. So Okay, so then it my, comes down to the three-point shooting see, on the road. My X factor is Bryce Williams, because I feel like Bryce mm. Williams, I think he get, has a chance to have a pretty good game. I, I think, think that he, bigger lineup will be important, because Indiana is a very big starting yeah, lineup. See, I like the bigger lineup. I feel like last time Nebraska had the smaller lineup. It worked well on, at home. I'm interested to see how this bigger lineup is going to work on the road. I think I think it'll be good. I think Bryce Williams has a chance. He He's probably the most... He's probably the most talented ball handler going to be sure. on, on the floor this next game. I don't know if I want to say he's the most talented guard. Which is not like Casey that's Tomanaga, not, not great for Nebraska if, if that's the you know your best option bringing the ball up the floor. But I mean, what's it's up been with worse. Bryce, what's up with the Bryce Williams slander? Come on, I feel like he's just, done really. Good I just this don't year. think he's he's just not a true point guard. No, you, you know, and we we just haven't seen that from Nebraska this year. But he's I think the I I, I actually think the new starting lineup with Lawrence coming off the bench just does wonders for the team, and especially in a game like this where you don't really have to worry about defending the perimeter. True. All right. We're going to throw it to break. When we come back, we're going to get some college football talk coming mm. in. Playoffs officially expanded. Officially, they locked in the format. Locked which it in. wouldn't be surprised if it changes again, Ben. Probably will, like next year. But <laughs> we're going to touch on that next segment right here on the Daily Nebraskan Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.